Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, fresh Ruach of Yahweh into all your nostrils. it say in the book of Mr. Rogers chapter 3 verse 33 it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be messiahs come on you gotta have fun <laughs> whoa glory <laughs> already so heavy in the rise of Mount Calvary. Glory. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Father. Jesus. Whoa. Just give him praise. There's so much we have in our lives to be thankful for. Thank you, Father in heaven, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ for fresh life on earth as it is in heaven through the precious blood of our Passover lamb. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So what can Passover? Death. What does the great apostle Paul say? And death shall be swallowed up in victory. The same death that was swallowed up in Egypt in Moses' exodus, the angel, formerly known as Lucifer, that is a defeated angel by our Passover lamb. Jesus said, you must drink my blood, which is wine. It's drinking the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh. <laughs> the Apostle Paul says, be not drunk with alcohol, but be continuously filled with the Holy Ghost, the new wine. The river of life is the Holy Spirit. The blood of Jesus Christ is here like a river in the Holy Ghost. Receive your daily Ruach. We need it. Apart from it, we have no life at all. Jesus said, apart from me, you have no life at all. You can do nothing. <laughs> Take a minute to look at that beautiful picture. The rise of Mount Calvary. It's the mountain of the Lord rising as chief of all the other mountains. And mountains symbolize systems of government. It's a prophetic term the prophets use in the speaking of wisdom for the mature. Mountains of government. The mountain of the Lord, the mountain of the government of peace that is on his shoulders, of which there shall be no end, is the cross of Calvary. Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews, it is written. And the Pharisees came and said, take that sign down and say he claimed to be the King of the Jews. Pontius Pilate said, what is written remains written. Come on, somebody. <laughs> nice try, devil. Glory to God. Love you guys. Mmm. Wow. Greetings, visitors. It's nice to have visitors here from New York. Love you guys. If you guys want to make a pilgrimage to RLM headquarters in Minneapolis, of course, you're welcome. We have visitors every day for the past 12 years in our broadcasting center. We've come a long ways since back in the day. Very, very long ways. <laughs> we had Vice, which is a media conglomerate owned by Google. 
I don't know if you've seen the Vice documentary. It's got over 70 million views on Facebook, only 1.7 million on YouTube. And when we had Vice hosted them, this whole media team from London, England, back in 2012, we're like scurrying to raise the standard of our house because we know we're going to be on TV. <laughs> it was pretty shabby. They show pictures of it too. They're like, man, these people live in the ghetto. Condemned houses everywhere. They show our neighbor's house across the street, the wonderful old Asian man. That dude saved me from getting carjacked like twice. He come out, old Vietnam dude, and uh, he'd be screaming at the gangsters out of his window. He never even had a window on it or a screen, even in the winter. He just put like blankets and, and pillows through it. I mean, you gotta understand what it's like to live in like a $15,000 hut in the ghetto in Minneapolis in the early 2000s and the 90s. <laughs> It was like Mogadishu around here. <laughs> it, it was something else. It was a real ghetto. I love the ghetto. God called me to be an inner city missionary when I was in college. He says, you'll never pastor churches, but you'll pastor cities and nations. That's what he told me. It was my senior year of Bible college in 2006, and I was planning on being a youth pastor in the Assemblies of God because I'd come out of Teen Challenge and five years of North Central University Bible College, which is affiliated with the Assemblies of God. I was talking to pastors all over Minnesota, and I had several of them wanting to recruit me to be their youth pastor, and so that's what I was about to do. And then as I'm driving my Mazda 929 to my house, the audible voice of God came in my car and said, Call your ministry the Red Letter Ministries, and I will bless this ministry, because it'll be my ministry. And the Spirit of God said, and you'll never pastor churches. You'll pastor cities and nations. This was spring of 2006. True story. I wouldn't lie to you about this stuff. And I had no idea what it meant. No idea in the world what that even meant. Listen, I came out of the Assemblies of God to not pastor churches wasn't even in my grid of thinking. No one had ever done this before in the face of the earth. Every single charismatic church, glory stream church was all meeting in buildings made by human hands. There was no revelation in these realms. You understand that? It didn't exist in 2006. And the Spirit of God said, you're going to trailblaze and forerun the exodus to come out of the buildings made by human hands. And I'm like, oh, here we go. First thing, you, you know what they did to me? excommunication that's right they took me into the principal who's on the board of directors for the assemblies of god denomination and the principal of north central university bible college downtown minneapolis minnesota said you are formally excommunicated from our denomination if you ever step foot back on assemblies of god property you'll be immediately arrested. I said, really? I mean, do you have any theological explanation? Is there any logic or reasoning? Is there, there was no explanation, people. Just because of the apostolic anointing on my life that I was learning to love at a level that burned bridges, that burned walls down, that burned roofs off of buildings. Hello? Love that was more powerful than doctrine and theology. That's all that I had stepped into in that, at that time. We weren't even in the drunken glory yet, people. Come on. The fallen angels saw what I was about to step into in a couple months. And said, if we allow that to touch our community, because I was discipling 15 juniors and seniors at North Central University. If we allow that into our denomination, there won't be a denomination. That's the wine. That's the blood realm. Sure enough, excommunicated. Two months later, I have an open vision. A scroll comes down from heaven. God has often given me open visions throughout my life. And this was an open vision and not a spiritual vision. The difference is one is inside your mind by the Holy Ghost. It's fully God. 
it's just as important but an open vision is outside your mind in the natural realm and so this was an open vision which was a kairos moment for me and a destiny point in my life this huge scroll came down from heaven and opened up in front of my face with my eyes open looking out at it in the natural realm the Spirit of God said audibly over my head that this is the golden glory hose of your Father in heaven for out of the scroll had come a golden hose and the Spirit of God said you can toke this hose this golden hookah as much as you want and get as high as you want every day on the glory of God now people might say that's a crazy concept Do you understand the new wine of the Jews Solomon says wisdom is mixed or wine that the concept of being drunk on the anointing was ancient Jeremiah 23 9 written 2,500 years ago says I am like a drunken man because of the Lord like one who's had too much wine to drink because of his holy words that the drunkenness of Song of Solomon 5 1 be drunk with love was a common experience amongst the prophets in the Old Covenant and Pentecost Acts chapter 2 the New Covenant as well that when the Spirit of God came in such an anointing it would throw the natural senses and put people into trances four times written ecstasy or ecstasis in the Greek in the book of Acts alone Paul says I was in an ecstasy whether in the body or out of the body and God took me into heaven and showed me things beyond your wildest imagination things that were too deep to be uttered by in words too deep to be uttered by words come on you know that's written in the scriptures these realms are the realms of wine of the anointing that is so strong that it throws the mind the word ecstasis or trance or ecstasy means a throwing of the mind for the spirit to party party keep the feast what do you think a feast every weekend is in the Old Testament you'd hardly go a week without another feast another celebration there was a festival a feast a holiday for everything in the Old Testament and there should be a daily feast and a daily festival if we are actual New Covenant New Testament Christians why the lamb has been slain once and for all for the full removing of the curse of the fall anyone who celebrates the Passover lamb who keeps the feast is continuously intoxicated on the power of the Ruach HaKadosh of Yahweh come on somebody well it's the truth anyhow <laughs> amen Ruach HaKadosh is a fancy Hebrew way of saying Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Ruach HaKadosh it was my second tattoo I have Ruach tattooed on my right knuckles because I don't follow Levitical law anymore tattoos are glorious the Bible actually says in Revelation Jesus has a tattoo Revelation 19 on his leg King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the tattoo says the Word of God the Word of God the logos of God come on somebody what is the logos Word of God tattooed on the pillar of Solomon's temple Solomon's temple is a type and shadow now what does the Bible say first Corinthians 6 19 now your human bodies are the temples of the Ruach HaKadosh God does no longer dwell in buildings made by human hands Acts 748 that scripture God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands he dwelt in Solomon's heart and Solomon didn't have faith for the internal temple because the old covenant was the transition from externalism to internalism for from types and shadows into the realities of what Adam and Eve originally walked in as temples of Yahweh their flesh did you know that the Yahweh Shekinah glory was so strong in Adam and Eve that they didn't even know they had bodies until they had stepped out of the glory cloud you understand what the curse of the fall is Romans says that all have sinned and fallen short of the what the glory cloud so we're falling out of the glory in Adam and Eve but we're rising up in our Passover lamb 
into the same glory cloud. Revelation 14, 14, I saw one sitting on a cloud, looking like the Son of Man, having a gold crown, wearing a gold crown, holding a sharp sickle. What is the sharp sickle? Glory harvest. Harvesting people into the internal cloud. How do you get the cloud of glory? How do you get the Revelation 14, 14, and 19? <laughs> you believe in his cross. You get into internalism. Problem is, nearly 99% of Christians on this planet are still practicing Old Testament, Old Covenant, God outside mindedness. Listen, that whole realm of religion, of he who's in the world, the pride of life, the pride of being a good person in the flesh was handed over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. Hate to break it to you. That's why people have so many problems. They try to be good in the flesh. No one is good except God the Father alone. No one is good except our Creator. What is creation without the Creator? Romans chapter 1. The Bible actually says, Snakes, serpents, creeping, crawling things, Genesis, the fifth day reality, identifying with the creature instead of the Creator. So you bear the image of the foul bird, bearing the image of the beasts of the field, bearing the image of the birds of the air, and everything that crawls on its stomach in the dust of the earth instead of bearing the image of Yahweh. Moses had to veil himself coming down Sinai because he was bearing the image of Yahweh. And I tell you the truth, Yahweh is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Moses was meeting with the angel of the Lord, Yahweh, on the mountain with glowing face. Bible says that he actually did not eat or drink for 40 days. You try that, you'll die about two weeks in. The body starts decomposing without water after just 72 hours. <laughs> try 40 days. Shriveled up old prune. I don't care if you're 14 years old, you would die. Unless you went up into heaven by the power of the Holy Ghost and God sustained you supernaturally. Come on. And that's what happened to Moses. So you try to go up and ascend and experience these realms without the power of the leadership of the Holy Ghost? There's no question you're practicing death. And people have a hard time using their human nature to practice the divine nature. That's what you're struggling with. That's what Christians struggle with. That's the daily drama that you deal with in Christianity. And that's why so many people don't want to be Christians because it's the human nature trying to be divine, which is not Christianity at all. It's actually called Galatians 3.1, bewitchment. Having begun in the spirit of grace, will you finish by your own human ability? Shall we trample the blood of the lamb? Shall we put under our feet the Passover lamb that was once smeared upon the doorpost of our brain, our mind, our forehead? the gate of the temple of the Holy Spirit, your human body? Should we take the Passover lamb's blood and now bring it under our feet and try in our own human ability to be good, to be saintly? That's what blasphemy is. Only three sins mentioned in the book of Revelation. Blasphemy, idolatry, and immorality. Isn't that interesting? Lust the eyes, lust the flesh, and pride of life. So blasphemy is the realm of trying to do the new covenant in your human strength. What does Saul say about his former life? I was a blasphemer and an enemy of the way. And I even persecuted Christians. That's what he said. I even persecuted them. <laughs> he who once persecuted Christianity is now practicing Christianity and they rejoiced in the power of God. The book of Acts says, Aren't you glad at the conversions? And I tell you what, no matter how sinful a person is, Calvary is greater. <laughs> Our issue is we don't have faith in the blood. We don't understand the power of the spotless lamb to take away the sins of the people committed in ignorance. And what's amazing about the blood, it takes away the sins of the people that are not committed in ignorance. Oh, come on. You're... Freemason Lodge, your daughter of the Eastern Star Lodge, your Kabbalah Lodge, and your secret magic arts, and all the altars in the secret societies, which are very real. That's why 
All that stuff is hidden. They don't want that to go public. It's Luciferianism. Not a big deal. Not a big mystery. Nothing to fear. But you have to understand the Bible speaks about these things. And you have to understand the wiles of the enemy. Who goes to war without counting the cost and analyzing their enemies and knowing what they're going up against? The Spirit of God told me on election day, November 3rd, that we were going up against the spirit of the Third Reich. That even though we defeated Satan in Adolf Hitler, and he was killed in Berlin, Germany, the spirit and the demons moved into the Democratic Party in the 40s. And they threw the most educated people. They took over the professors' roles in the universities and began to enculturate American society because they couldn't defeat us. These are demons now. I'm not talking about Nazis. I'm talking about the spirits behind the Nazis and how they infiltrated the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party used to be wonderful. Didn't always used to be like this crazy, progressive, secular ideology. It used to be Christian, by the way. <laughs> how did it get so far left? The infiltration of the spirits of the Third Reich and they raided, the US Army raided the German territory in Germany and confiscated the computer systems that ran half of the state's elections and the computer systems were called Dominion. This happened by the US Army yesterday in Germany. You need to understand this. Two days ago actually it was the 13th. God didn't have me mention it yesterday and I wondered why he's having me mention it today. Dominion was confiscated and Dominion was the type of system of legion that was in the Gadarene demoniac. Remember the Apostle Paul says, we wrestle not with flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. So this is a dominion and the dominion that was in legion had levels of confrontation. This isn't something you just cast out. He cast it out into the pigs. The next day he's sleeping in the boat and it was in the weather. It was in the storm. Was trying to tilt, tip the boat and drown Jesus. Cast it into the pigs. The pigs went into the water. We're talking about 6,000 demon spirits. You're wrestling not against natural enemies. Natural enemies only are embodiments of spiritual enemies. This is spiritual evil, people. Satan and his angels is what the Messiah called this wickedness. This is real. This is why every negative thing has happened on this earth and we are here to eradicate it from the earth. That's our job. We are the armies of the living God. Come on. You are here. What does the Bible say? The sons of God, which means Israelites, are manifested to destroy the works of the devil. The word son of God is Israel. Israel, Jacob became Israel by wrestling the angel of the Lord, changed his name from usurper, which means thief, to Israel, which means prince with God or son of God. So the Israelites are manifest for destroying the works of Satan. Come on. Don't you hate him? You better. He's real. And he's working only through human beings, mostly in ignorance. Now remember, Jesus and his disciples were doing ministry all over Israel. And then at one point, the devil jumped in the apostle Peter, recorded Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Jesus had had to say to his apostle, Get behind me, Satan. You have not the things of God in mind, but of man. You have not the things of God in mind, but of man. He called his apostle Satan. How can it be? Because the ignorance in our minds and hearts is what the fallen angels move through. That's their channel of movement called the dust of the earth. Dust is the areas in your soul where there's still unrenewedness. Come on. Dust is the realms in your heart and brain and bones where God's glory, his Shekinah, glory, his brilliant light and his love are not burning at the same degree as they're burning in the Holy of Holies behind the veil in heavenly Jerusalem. Come on, somebody. You got to get this. So the glory of God burns the dust away and the dust becomes glass. Okay, dust is sand, the sands of the earth. Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ said, do not build on shifting sand, but on solid rock. If you build upon sand, the storms will come, the dominions will come, 
the rigged computer systems will come and you'll fall and topple making excuses why you prophesied the election completely wrong and the crazy drunks nailed it still getting no credit for it ha 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 we just prophesy out of the drunken glory the dawn versus the deep state people the dawn and the deep state I couldn't believe the spirit of the Third Reich. I could see these spirits behind these bewitched people when I voted on November 3rd for Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump's a mess. I'm not saying he's a good man. I'm saying he's a saved man because he has the Passover lamb smeared on his doorpost and none of you are better than him and he's not better than any of you. He's just someone that believes in the Messiah and the Messiah is backing him up. It's true. <laughs> Now Biden, he's wicked. He doesn't believe in Jesus. Kamala is wicked. She doesn't believe in Jesus. Um, they're both Freemasons. They're both Luciferian deep state puppets for George Soros and the Jewish mafia. It's true. The issue is the blood doesn't care if you're Christian or Jew, synagogue of Satan, mafia, or goody two-shoes living in a, a you know a white picket fence with your 2.5 kids it's not a respecter of persons the holy ghost doesn't care about your flesh realm by your 70 root nations of the tower of babel your bloodlines are unimportant he loves you all equally the issue is can we get some people in here to transfer the love of god and the lamb into all people and stop judging others See, the judgments that we bring upon Trump and Biden are equal. It's called the cross. Trump's response is a softening of heart. Biden's is a little different because he's actually had less experience from God. The truth is, is Biden is less evil than Trump. But the Bible says in Luke 7, 47, whoever's forgiven much, loves much. That's why he's experiencing forgiveness because he has been a playboy. It's true. He has said those horrible things. But the thing is, Biden has still done it in secret, hasn't been forgiven of it. Trump has said it in secret, has been forgiven of it, and brought into the public and had his reputation smeared. Trump's forgiven. Biden is not. Biden has actually done some very sick stuff, and I'm not about going after and humiliating people. I'm about forgiving people. And you have to understand that there is forgiveness for all the sins of the reptiles, the serpent in the garden that deceived Eve and Adam. Otherwise, there's no chance you and I could be saved. We can't point a finger. We have three pointing back at us. It's all grace. The issue is we haven't come into realms of grace of Calvary and the cross where we understand how much forgiveness of the blood of Jesus is available to even forgive our Egyptian masters. I'm not talking about the demons or the devils. I'm talking about those who've been the host bodies for the demons and the devils, which used to be me, by the way. And if you're honest with yourself, some of you, some of you were sorcerers in your previous life as pagans. Some of you were witches. Some of you were just normal people. Some of you were just absolutely the most normal people in your society. No matter what your natural past is, your path to the future goes through Calvary, Aramaic Golgotha, which means place of the skull, to change your mind as the piercings of Christ pierce your brain cells, your heart cells, your bone cells, head to toes with the experience of God's love for you on the altar of Jerusalem. Tear this temple down and I will rebuild it in three days. A day is as a thousand years, the prophet says. What temple has he rebuilt? A new humanity that depends on the blood of Jesus, the river of life of Revelation 22.1. <laughs> People whose hearts are circumcised. Not just external circumcision for some ritual and Jewish rite but now an internal circumcision of the heart and the mind to practice the presence of Yahweh. That is the new covenant, people. That is the New Testament. And Jesus has rent the veil of the Holy of Holies. So now anyone who asked Messiah to come into their heart has Yahweh incarnate. It's true. 
Jesus Christ said, it's the Father in me who does the works. And he says in another place, I'm not ashamed to call you my brothers and sisters. He's the firstborn from the realm of the dead. What's the realm of the dead? Living as humans. Now you have a human body, but you have divine blood. That doesn't mean you always have a human body. Philippians chapter 3 says, This same Jesus will raise you up into the angelic heavenly sphere and change your human bodies into his exact celestial flesh. Philippians 3.21. That's the amplified version. Hallelujah. Well, that's good news. Blessed are they who overcome the second death. How do you die a second death? You know, each baptism is a progressive death to self and life to Christ. I no longer live the life I now live. I live by faith in the Son of God who died for me. These are all verses. Do you understand that as you grow in the Holy Spirit, you're growing in the death of Jesus? And so we're so immature. We don't want the death of Jesus. There's no forgiveness except in the death of the Lamb. Do you understand that? All sin requires a blood offering. This was pounded into our minds in the Old Covenant and practiced in the glory of God that unless I have a bull, a sheep, and a goat, a calf, two turtle doves, or some kind of blood sacrifice, I can't be covered with the blood. There's no forgiveness without blood. The blood that has been covering you and loving you while you were still unbelievers is the blood of Jesus shed for you on the cross 2,000 years ago. You've been covered in love by that blood and you are awakening to God's love that has been covering you your whole lives. That's grace. God covers people while they still don't believe in them. And I tell you the truth, before we loved him, he first loved us. What does that mean? That his blood was working for us before we ever had a sip of the cup of the new covenant. Before we ever drank the cup of salvation, that blood was speaking into our lives. The blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Abel's blood cried for vengeance, vengeance. Jesus' blood cries forgiveness, forgiveness, and heals the human condition of all of its envy and all of its strife. And it will produce world peace in the days ahead. Why? Because Nimrod and the Tower of Babel and the splitting of the tongues, the cloven tongues at the Tower of Babel is the reverse of the curse now in Pentecost 3.0. See, God scattered the nations. They were one. They were of one language and of one spirit. And God said, if I don't stop them, they can accomplish anything in this universe. Nimrod, who was the first antichrist, that not Esau, Ishmael, the son of Hagar, shot down in the open field. Written in the book of Jasher, right there. You can see it. Read the book of Jasher. That was considered scripture. Very, very, very accurate scripture for thousands of years. You need to read the book of Jasher. Jasher goes into Abraham, goes into Noah, goes into Enoch in detail, goes into Ishmael and Hagar. Remember, the angel of the Lord came and gave Hagar water after Abraham sent her away. So the child of the slave woman will be more than the child of the free woman. <laughs> Natural children and spiritual children. I, only, I mean, how many spiritual children do you have? You're lucky to find 50 people that are at the level of being my sons and daughters of me and the Father formed in me, which is equal to the Father at that level of teaching and reproduction of the seed of my words. So you have more natural children than spiritual children. Natural children like the stars of the heavens and the sands of the seashore. Spiritual children that will shine like the stars of the heavens, very few. But those who shine like the firmament, billions. The difference is classes of faith and dependency on the blood of the Lamb. See, those who walk in the blood of the Lamb live in the marriage carriage of the mobile throne of Song of Solomon. This is all scripture, and this is spoken in the speech of wisdom and prophecy, so it can be written on your heart and transform your mind. Later on, you'll understand. Just let it be written on your heart. I love you. God loves you. 
You're being saved right now. You might not understand what's going on right now. But it's good. You're changing. It's metamorphosis. You got David's harp in the background to help you. Amen. 22 strings of the ancient harp of King David to soothe the mad King Saul who had been possessed by the religious demon. So now the harp of David is strumming on your heart strings according to your 22 chromosomes to heal you with the 22 ancient Hebrew letters of the alphabet that correspond to your new heart. It's a man after God's own heart. That's why he played the harp. Those 22 strings with all the anointing of Samuel's horn of oil were healing the DNA of Israel and eradicating the Nephilim influence of the fallen angels. Hallelujah. And this now shall be the tabernacle of David. That's what it's called in the New Testament. Tabernacle of David. Why? Because each one of us will be men and women after God's own heart. I'm not interested in being the head anymore. I've lived as an apostle and prophet for 12 years on the front lines. I'm interested in being a son because the fivefold goes away. Sons remain forever. I'm interested in sinking down lower than the head into the heart and reproducing my Lord and Savior's bloodlines through the Word of God being written on your hearts. We need to be men and women after God's own heart. Only the heart realm of the blood of the Lamb and in that realm is the glory of God the Father, Yahweh, is the promised land of the new covenant. The head is not the promised land. The body is not the promised land. Nothing external is the promised land. The heart, the blood, the four chambers. These four chambers correspond to the wonderful four faces, Ezekiel chapter 1 of the gospel, the living creatures, lion, eagle, ox, and man. God is a wonderful four-faced man in Ezekiel. And it's the four rivers of Genesis 2.10. And it's the four winds of heaven in Ezekiel 37. And it's the four faces of the Messiah in Revelation 22. These four river heads are the promised land of the blood of the heart of Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord who took on flesh and came in the likeness of sinful man, took on a serpent suit. Moses lifted up a serpent in the wilderness. Anyone that looked at the serpent healed. Jesus had a serpent body. Oh, you didn't know Isaiah 14, 29? Do not rejoice, you Philippians. I mean, Philistine. <laughs> Philistines. For out of Judah shall come a fire breathing serpent Hebrew word seraphim but all your English translations every single one Tanakh whatever say snake or serpent glory aren't you glad God took on a snake nature for you that no longer is just Satan the serpent in the garden Jesus became a serpent in the garden and was lifted up on the cross so that our flesh and blood serpent nature can be lifted up on the rising of Mount Carmel and the rising of Mount Zion and the rising of Mount Hermon and the rising of Mount Sinai and the rising of Mount Calvary and all the mountains join as one in Christ Jesus every realm of prophetic experience and this becomes the mountain of the Lord chief of all other governments in the last days all we're looking for are volunteers in the day of the cross's power yes I will bring my flesh and blood as an offering to Yahweh I don't need to go to temple externally anymore I am now a temple of Yahweh through the Messiah Yeshua come on the King of the Jews has come and given us everything I will never leave you nor forsake you. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and his name shall be Emmanuel, which, which means God is with us. God is with us, Emmanuel. Ha 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 ha. Emmanuel. God 
is with us. His bloodline is with us, not in theology, not in doctrine, not in logic, not in reasoning, not in religion, but in physical experience manifest by the seven spirits of God blazing the throne of the Lamb into all your bones and marrow, souls and spirits to encounter the Messiah physically as Emmanuel. God is with us. And let the nations rejoice because God is with us. And let the goodness of Emmanuel lead everyone to repentance. And those who resist the Holy Spirit who are still practicing witchcraft of self-effort and strange fire be strung up with the serpent on the pole held in the hand of Moses and the Lamb crucifying your sinful nature your serpent nature that caused Adam and Eve to fall in the beginning listening to that old snake that you can do something in the flesh that you can be good in your brain's power that ain't goodness that's sorcery that's magic arts that's loving the lie that's phileo false love we're going after agape true divine love which is the blood of Jesus the only experience of love on earth is in the crucified one Jesus of Nazareth the King of the Jews there is love nowhere else in this world past present and future the Creator came into his creation took on a serpent body and was hung up on a pole like Moses in the wilderness dying outside the camp for all those outside of heaven to now go into heaven through Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Amen. Blessed are they who believe this report. This is the good report that the promised land of Joshua and Caleb and the giant grapes of his blood are for you to eat and devour and experience in the flesh and blood of our Passover lamb. Every day keep the feast, people. Rejoice in the blood of Jesus. You've been adopted out of all the Adamic curse into the one new man of the bride of the Lamb, the bride of the cross. In Jesus' name. I want to show you guys something. Behold our new generator, gloss red, running on diesel, gigantic and beautiful. That's in our RLM fire base in Nairobi, Kenya. We have a Red Letter Ministries African team assembled. We've bought in property there, paying mortgage. We got fiber optic internet. <laughs> yeah, fastest internet in the world right there in Kenya. Broadcasting television studio to 65 million Africans in every African nation in the works. We needed this generator. To make it happen because the power goes out for days on end every single week in Kenya they don't have a good power grid like we do in first world nations so now this generator helps us broadcast this television channel this broadcast today will be broadcast there Jake's broadcast Rebecca's broadcast Nikolai's broadcast all of Shadrach's wonderful works and music videos in Kenyan culture and Kenyan Christian culture we love it we're so excited to broadcast the glory of God. Thank you, RLM Global Family, for raising the support to buy the generator, $1,600. We had a generous man from Australia nearly pay for all of it. Blew my mind. I thought we'd have to wait till like next year or something. Oh man, I got little faith when it comes to finances, to be honest. I got a long ways to go. God just did it in like three days. $2,600 raised for the laptop we needed for the video productions for all the works we're doing there and the generator. We'll keep improving the place. We've been supporting our, our plantation and our work there and all the works. We have all kinds of agriculture growing. It's really like a vegetable and fruit plantation. It's going into self-sustainment with fruits and vegetables and gardening. It's just an absolutely beautiful property. We can expand our fences outward and grow the community there. We have armed guards that watch over the place, you know, unless the guards stand watch. You know, we're laboring in vain, Solomon said. We got armed guards watching the place. We got archangels watching the place. That's much more important, amen. Ha 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 ha. Prince Michael's with us. 
of the armies of Israel, so we really can't go wrong. We're just looking for some believers to step up behind us and support us. Amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, I launched a luxury perfume line because Jachin and Boaz. Boaz is a businessman. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords, name of Jesus Christ in Revelation is written on his business leg, not his priesthood leg. That's why you've had almost no dominion in the marketplace or in the world because you've been focusing on ministry instead of business. Business is equal as holy as priesthood is. The two pillars of Solomon's temple are now the two legs of your body, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And King of Kings and Lord of Lords is only written on the Boaz business leg of Jesus Christ. So therefore, we're launching business. I used to have many businesses. God had me liquidate all of them back in the day. And now he's launched me out in a luxury perfume brand. And here's the deal with that. Each one of these fragrances comes out of spiritual encounters in the realm of heaven. Fragrance of the cross is a transportation vehicle through smell in your nostrils, the fragrance of Christ, that takes you into Calvary. I mean, it takes me into Calvary. It'll take you into Calvary. There's not one fragrance here that I don't use myself or haven't experienced myself in the past for transportation. Anytime God moves and it does anything new, there's a smell to it. There's a color to it. There's a numerical equation to it. There's a frequency and a vibration to it. That's just common sense spirituality 101 foundations. So these fragrances are transportations into glory realms of experience that I've already been and gone to and have pioneered for you. And so it helps diffuse in the natural realm, the glory realm, not just spiritual, also natural. That's what scripture says. We're not Gnostics now. The natural is glorified with the spiritual. Otherwise, we're practicing the heresy of Gnosticism. So we diffuse these spiritual experiences mixed with the very fragrances that are smelled in these spiritual realms, in our fragrances and in our candles. And I pray they take you there because they've taken me there. There's not one thing I sell that I don't use myself in spirit and in truth. Zero hypocrisy. I'm not even doing it for the money because it costs about $30 a bottle to make this stuff, so there's very little profit, because I know that if I sold it for an actual profit that a real perfume company sell it for like $105 to $400, nobody buy it. Extract of perfume is the highest category of perfume that normally sells for $400 an ounce. I'm selling it for $55, almost at cost to you, so you can be transported into these realms. We love you guys so much. If you want to check out our fragrances, it's www.bbluxuryperfumes.com If you'd like to give a sacrificial offering into our apostleship for the growing of all of our apostolic works worldwide and for the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. So into the peace dove, so into the throne of the Lamb, so into divine government of your souls by giving at redlettermen.com We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.